I can't tell you how many times I find myself yelling at my computer screen while watching self-submit videos. Your self-tapes have so many issues in them that it sometimes is really impossible for me to give you a fair evaluation about your acting. So today, we're going to call the episode, The Fix for Your Auditions. <laughs> Hopefully, after this episode, you're going to get not only excellent results, but you're going to say to yourself, wow, the fix is in. <laughs> it's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Each week, we show you how to advance your talent and your career with practical tips, advice, and positivity. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting director Jeffrey Dreisbach with the McCorkle Group in New York. How are you? Nice to see you. Hope you're having a really good day. I'm having a great day. And gosh, it's a good day because we are so busy at McCorkle Casting. We're working on something like, I don't know, six feature films and all kinds of theater stuff coming up. And because I do a lot of the EPAs for the theater stuff, the equity principal auditions, I've been getting tons and tons of self-submit videos that I've been watching. And I watch as many as I can. Um, by the way, equity has required that we see all of the EPAs for each of the theaters that we're casting for. So I am diligently doing my work and watching so many self-tapes now. And that's why I wanted to do this episode, because I see so many issues. And I know we've talked about some of these in our past episodes, but you know what? It sounds like not everybody is checking out past episodes of the podcast. So I'm going to be repeating a few of these and hope that maybe the nickel drops for some of you and maybe your self-tapes are going to get just enough um, attention and focus on your part so that they can have a positive effect on your acting and perhaps get you a callback or maybe even a booking. So that's what I'm about. This is that moment of the podcast where I get to say thank you so much for tuning into Casting Actors Cast. It's been a pleasure to do these podcasts. I encourage you to go to the website, Casting Actors Cast, all one word.com. There's a, a place. Uh, that has a form that you can fill out called dive into the talent pool. When you do that, that opens up a couple of cool things that you get for free. One is a book that I wrote called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. It's a free 100 page downloadable PDF. The second is a free private video exclusive only if you fill out that form on the website called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. But I'm going to tell you in this free 20-minute video, all of this is just for you to enjoy. And all I ask in return is that you leave a review, you leave a thumbs up, you leave a like. Perhaps you could share this with a friend who might find this very, very useful information. I am so grateful for the thousands and thousands. We're up to like, I don't know, something like 70,000 downloads of the podcast. It is so gratifying. I just encourage you to keep listening and keep sharing with your friends that, again, might benefit from this. Oh, my shout out, uh, my good friends at Actors Connection, they are all virtual right now, all of their classes with industry professionals. We're talking casting directors, agents, managers, 
just really excellent master teachers in the industry currently teaching online. So please do yourself a favor and check out ActorsConnection.com. Check out Tony and uh, Colleen at Actors Connection. They're like the coolest people on the planet. They do a really cool free thing called Free at Three series, where you get to really have a question and answer period. Again, absolutely free with professionals. So why not take advantage of that? Check out Actors Connection. Also, I'd like to do a quick shout out to my friends at the Norwalk Conservatory of the Arts in Norwalk, Connecticut. They're gearing up for their summer session and their full fall schedule of classes, professional training in person in Norwalk, Connecticut, Norwalk Conservatory of the Arts. It's a place that I would really encourage you to do a Google search on. I have actually been invited to do some teaching there, so I am thrilled to be up there as well. Perhaps you and I could have a chance to meet and work in person. Thank you for that. Let's jump into the subject today, shall we? The biggest technical issues with self-submit videos. That is the number one issue that takes me out of being able to watch you. After all, it's about your audition. I know the stress that comes along with thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not that much of a technical person. How do I manage this? How do I handle this? Well, you know what? I'm going to give you some of those things and some suggestions on how to fix them so that you'll have less stress. Come on, who doesn't want less stress, right? All right, so let me go through this list of five of the most common issues that I see with self-submit videos. Number one, poor sound quality. That is the number one issue. Not being able to hear you well enough or the quality of the sound is such that I really cannot discern what you really sound like. Sometimes it's because your cell phone on your self-tape is too far away. Perhaps you've got somebody in your family who's acting as a reader and they're standing next to the camera. I hear them really well, but then I have a hard, hard time hearing you. So that's why I suggest figuring out a better sound mechanism, a better sound uh, tip for you would be, here's one, a lavalier microphone, L-A-V-A-L-I-E-R. It comes, the one I'm thinking of, comes with a 20-foot cord that plugs directly into your device. Now, you have to go on Amazon and check it out. Make sure you're buying the microphone that is proprietary, ooh, good word, to your phone. But you know, and a 20-foot cord, you just plug it in, good old-fashioned analog. By the way, it works in your laptop as well as your cell phone. So uh, and get, they are also $20, really, seriously, for 20 bucks. So a good sound quality is, is, is the most important thing and the number one issue that I have. Please do yourself a favor, especially if you're planning on auditioning for film and television projects, a lavalier mic can really, really make a difference. Number two, bad framing. Bad framing and slate of your audition. Bad framing means that you have too much headroom. There's too much space between the top of your head and the top of the frame. The other suggestion I've always made is to be slightly asymmetrical in the frame, looking across the lens of the camera in the direction of where there is slightly more space. When you frame yourself poorly, it makes 
um, it's kind of, how do I say this? It comes across a little bit shocking. It sometimes takes me a few extra seconds to kind of get oriented to your placement in the frame. Remember, if you're doing a theater audition to audition from the waist up, if you're doing a, a film audition, I want to see you from the chest up. So slightly closer for film and television. And when you're off center, you are replicating exactly the way that shot's going to take place when you book the job. So why not create a really good frame for yourself? So when I mentioned slating in the shot, what I mean is a lot of people don't think creatively about how to do the slate. For example, if you're going to be doing a theater audition and the audition is from the waist up, why not do a slate from the chest up and the opposite for film and television? If the audition is from the chest up, why not slate a little bit further away from the camera? And that way I get more information about you. So bad framing is number two. Number three, you probably figured this one out, inadequate lighting. It's, it's really challenging to rely rather on your light source being, you know, the sunny outside coming and streaming into your room that you're doing your audition. It's really bad news because what happens if you get a stormy day and you have a, you know, quick turnaround? You really need to make sure that you're using really good lighting. I suggest you simply Google three point lighting. That's all you need to do. You're going to get all kinds of information on the best way to light your videos. By the way, please don't use ring lights inside, uh, right in front of you. For example, if you have the phone and you've got a ring light and you put the phone in the middle of the ring light, that is really bad. The reason is I see the rings in your eyes and that means I cannot see your good acting. The ring light itself is really okay as a source of light, but you want to put that 45 degrees or off to one side or the other of your shot. Do not put the phone in the middle of the ring lights, please. It's great if you're doing a makeup tutorial on YouTube. It is not great for your auditions. Number four, please remember to separate the slate from the audition submission. What I mean by that is shoot the slate separately. Do not slate, take a breath, and start auditioning. It's much better for you. It takes advantage of the technology when you slate separately and then add it to your audition as part of the editing process. So separating the slate, keep that slate separate and then add it later in post-production. The reason for that is, again, I get to see you in two different formats, as I discussed earlier, point number two. I'm sorry, point number three. But it's really great because now I get to see you in different sort of proverbially in different lights, in a different way. So separating the slate in your submission is always, always a good choice. Also, number four, please consider using thank you end cards at the end of your audition. Thanks for watching uh, in front of as a graphic with your picture is a really great idea to sort of bookend your good submission. So there's nothing wrong with giving me a thank you for watching or just the contact information um, and your name with your headshot. It sort of is a really nice way of doing your promotion without hitting me over the head with it. So I like that idea a lot. Number five, 
The biggest issue I have of, of all of these five, other than sound, is no editing whatsoever. I'm still getting submissions where the actor is literally reaching and hitting the lens of the camera or hitting the record function rather on the camera and then standing in place, then slating. And when the audition is over, they take three steps forward and touch that stop record button. It's crazy. You must take a few moments of your precious time, please, and spend a little time on editing. It's so important that you have a clean edit. Know what the in point is, what the out point is. Don't edit the audition itself. Simply edit the slate to the audition. Make it a nice, clean, give it as much production values as you're comfortable with. But when I see zero editing, that just implies that you could care less. I'm sorry to be harsh about that, but that's exactly the way I feel when I see somebody who doesn't take the time to at least do the basic editing on their work. Now, let's move on from that and give you some acting moments. We told, Those are the technical ones. So you got a good idea about what to do technically. Now, let's talk about the biggest acting issues with self-submit videos. I think the biggest issue, number one, is still reading the audition. Now, I don't mind holding a script. I've said that before. First round auditions, there's no sort of rule that you have to have it all memorized. In fact, sometimes when you memorize a script, you memorize the intention. And that doesn't really leave a lot of room for creativity on your part. I need to see you being creative in the audition. What I mean is, if it sounds like you're reading, you're dead in the water. So hold the script, but please spend enough time on the script so that the words lift up off the page and become part of you and the character you are playing. Don't simply read it. Make sure you are acting it. Again, it doesn't mean don't hold the script. It means you can hold the script, but you've worked on the script enough that you really understand the technique that you as an actor can show. And basically, you're saying, this is how I am going to play this part. When I see somebody reading it, it is a complete turnoff to me. And that's not helpful. It's not helpful for you. It certainly isn't helpful for me as well. Number, reason number two in terms of acting, I don't see actors really focusing on the significant other in the scene. It's too hard, I think, sometimes for some actors. So my suggestion is to really visualize the other that you're having the scene with and putting them in the palm of your outstretched arm, in palm of your hand with your arm outstretched, that is a perfect placement for the significant other in the scene and treat it like another human being. So not enough focus or sort of not getting a sense that there's another person in the scene with you is the death knell of your auditions. I know that sounded a little harsh, didn't it? the death knell of your eye. Who talks like that? Oh, I guess I do. <laughs> Let's move on to number three. You might not have thought of this, but poor slate energy. When I see somebody who sort of treats the slate as if it's just a cataloging piece of information and not really using that opportunity to say, hi, this is me. I'm looking forward to showing you how I'm going to play this part. If that's your subtext on a slate, you're doing great. If on the other hand, 
it sounds uh, affected, it sounds like there's no energy or life underneath, then it really does really create a world in which the 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 interest on my part kind of gets, I don't know, muddy. I kind of lose interest with you because if you don't care, how am I going to care? Number four, overall, in terms of your acting, I know you might have gotten these notes before in terms of auditioning, but this happens live auditions as well as on your self-submit videos, and that's you're too fast, or you're going too slow, or equally, you're too deliberate, where everything you say has equal intensity, weight, and value. Please make sure you're in connection with the natural conversational style of the character you're playing. I think that somebody should write that down because <laughs> that was really good. Be careful about too fast, too slow, too deliberate. It really is important that you are natural, you're comfortable, and you are in the world of the scene. Number five, when the actor's watching themselves, it really comes down to not making truthful connections with the significant other. Sometimes actors get like a little presentational in their audition. I would much rather have there be a lot of connections being made to that significant other. And when you're watching yourself, that is just something to take a breath, stop and start over again, because that takes me out of watching you. All right, let's move on from there. The most useful way to approach an audition, number one, is just simply feel that you are adequately prepared with the material. The more you prepare, the more comfortable you are, the more confident you are, the more choices reveal themselves, the more you prepare. So just make sure you're giving yourself enough time to really adequately prepare. Challenge yourself. Sometimes it's hard to say whether you've done enough work or whether you should do more. My suggestion is do it until you feel like you can make some excellent choices. Number two, it's important that you keep the technical separate from the acting. Too many times I see the technical thing becoming equally important from your actual audition. And, and that's a mistake. When I say keep the technical separate, literally do your setup then walk away, do your preparation work, and then come back, press record, and then let it happen. Don't do this mosh pit of, oh my God, I've got to do all of these technical things now, and then I've got to do all my acting now. You're just going to overwhelm yourself, and that does not produce exceptional results. You need to bring your A game for every self-submit video that you do. Number three, raise the stakes. Now, I know you've heard this from directors, right? Make the scene more important. Give me a reason to stay connected with your dilemma, what the situation is, what the intentions are. The way that you can do that is just decide that you're going to do your video in three takes. The three-take rule means you're not just going to say to yourself, I'll just keep doing this audition until I get it right. You know what? You'll never get it right. Decide that you're going to do the audition in three takes. Prepare yourself for when you get the callback, for when you get the booking. You're not going to get a director saying, let's just do it until you get it right. You maybe get three takes on the scene. So why not condition yourself and raising the stakes because you put that little bit of pressure. I'm going to do this in three takes. When you do that, 
all of those interesting acting choices are going to come forth and you're going to be making really interesting acting moments for yourself. Number four, please remember that auditions are not events. To make an event out of your audition is a fool's errand. Auditions are not events. They're part of the job. Auditioning is part of the job of being an actor. So don't make a big deal out of your auditions. Make it part of the normal course of you being a professional. Number five, do your very best to find creativity in the audition itself. In other words, if you can treat the audition like the best rehearsal you've ever had, that it's kind of fun, that you feel creative, that you're trying some different things, something spontaneous happens in the auditions, those are all excellent signs that you are on the right track and delivering the best possible version of the character that you can. So just simply find creativity in the audition itself. And you're going to find that it is so much more rewarding. Okay. The best way to prepare for the audition, number one, make the technical side easy. Once you get the technical thing down, you set it up, you do the audition, you can spend the most time, this is number two, on your acting of the character. That's the best thing that you can be doing. So keep the technical separate, spend more time on your acting. Number three, please do props, but keep them to a minimum. Only do props or bring props into the work if they are absolutely important to the scene itself. Sort of coming up with a generic, oh, I'm going to be eating an apple in this scene, does not really do anything for you. So bring those props in if it's a phone call and you need to be on a cell phone. So, you know, there's, that's a prop that becomes really useful. Make it make sense. But just sort of deciding that props are going to be helpful to the scene is never a good idea. Number four, take a break after the take. <laughs> take a break after the take. Remember that. Every time you do a take, just take a moment, take a breath. Don't stress out about what you just did. Think about how else should or could I do this? Give yourself an opportunity to feel creative within the process itself. Number five, please don't overthink the submission. Too many times you, you do the three takes, you go, okay. And then you start this kind of the mantra of coulda, woulda, shoulda. I could have done this. I should have done that. So stop that. <laughs> Just stop that voice in your head that's telling you that there are better choices for you. Do the three takes. Be happy with the choices that you made. Choose one, edit it correctly, and then get it out there. All right, draw a line down the middle of the page. On the left side of the page are the technical issues you might be facing. On the right side of the page are the acting choices you make. How you're going to play the part. So when you can separate these two items and put your creative energy into the technical first, then into your good creative acting second with the emphasis on your acting, you'll find the process of auditioning to be so much more fun and successful. You're going to find more success and have a more fulfilling experience.
I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this is Casting Actors Cast. Woo! <laughs> it's been great having you in our talent pool today. Your support means the world to us, so please consider sharing, liking, and reviewing this episode wherever you jump in. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. Thanks.